Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. (laughs) Veronica's laughing at me right now. Why are you laughing, Veronica? I, I just the the puppy thing just does not stop for you. <laughs> no, it does not stop for me. I I really tried to schedule us at times when it wouldn't be an issue, but um, he has his own plans about what's what, what's what. I even started keeping a log. So for anyone who didn't know, I have a puppy. He's he's little. He's almost eleven weeks old, and his name is Ted, and um. <laughs> And he is new to our house in the last couple of weeks and has been quite the handful. So we're doing potty training, which is going mediocre. And um, we're, I've been keeping a log of when he goes potty and when he eats and how much he eats because I'm trying to find the rhythm, right? I'm trying to mm-hmm. like for the potty, I'm like trying to figure out like, when does he go? How, when is it correlated with, you know, it's like, it's like when I was working in doing mental health and behavioral health in preschools and I was like, okay, we're going to need to make a behavior log. And mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> like, I feel like my training in that realm is showing up here in puppy <laughs> land. Yep. Oh, Just like a good dog mommy. Yeah. So <laughs> this is a super intense and I know it's short lived and that soon he will be a dog. <laughs> a full fledged dog a with all the, dog. all the good habits that you want. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause my other dog is so well trained. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. It's probably good. I don't have kids. They'd be like owning me. I imagine well you wouldn't have to have you wouldn't like the puppy thing some people do it but I think that's crazy to have puppies when you have kids but yeah some kids do yeah do it um maybe it works well together right because you're doing kind of the same stuff I don't know I don't know either only I would think the puppy would be a little rough with the kids and then the kids would be rough with the puppy and then there's like that cycle anyway maybe that just makes them bond (laughs) I guess yeah. So hi everyone. This is this is the witch next door. This is not train your puppy hour. I know. Um, <laughs> I started the puppy thing. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Um, it's fine. No, we so Veronica and I were going to talk a little. We're going to do like a little check in here. So it is now Aww. May. Um, our circle of almost nineteen years ended back in December. We've talked about it on here a couple of times. We talked about the coming to a close and the ending of it. And I think I talked a little bit about it a few weeks ago uh, when I just did a quick little podcast for you all about community and the importance of community. And I thought it could be interesting, and Veronica and I were discussing this, uh, to talk about our own experiences in the wake of not having a women's circle after having like essentially a coven for 19 years. Like that's a really long time and to not have it, I know the effects that it's had for me and they've been much bigger than I actually thought they would be um, on my personal life, but also in my magical practice. And so, I mean, I can definitely talk about that. And I think I did Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about it before, but Veronica, I'd love to hear kind of where you're at with everything. 
well it's crazy we used to say oh yeah here we are in May and I'm like oh wow that's like five months ago yeah that's almost half a year that our that our group has dissolved and yes to have I mean granted at the end we had such a hard time meeting it was so Mm -hmm. difficult that it was I mean maybe we met like six or seven times in a year um no it was more than that do you think it was more than that because I felt like we canceled so much we did but it was more than that I mean if there's 52 weeks in a year and we were meeting every other week and it was 24 you know, 25, 26 weeks that we would have met. So I bet we met 13 to 15 times. Okay. Okay. But we did cancel a lot. Yeah. Like it was a lot of change happening. And yeah, I mean, in retrospect, I look back and I was really having a hard time towards the end and during the dissolution ritual was really hard for me right after was really hard for me um in what way I um just I think it's like when you I mean I haven't had a lot of experience with breakups (laughs) (laughs) she says as the woman married to her high school sweetheart yeah yeah yeah, I've been with one person for a very very long time most of my life um so but what it feels like, it, it, it feels like a death, you know, mm-hmm. and a transition, that big transition when there's a dying off and when you have a relationship with someone or someone's for a long period of time. And then I was just thinking about one of our members the other day and I was like, I need to contact her. And then, you know, the, the busyness of my day, the distraction mm-hmm. of my day. And then I'm like, oh, I still haven't contacted her. Like, I really love her and I need to talk with her. Like, I need to see how she's doing. Um, so there's that sadness and grief that comes along with um, losing that connection that even if it was few and far between, it's like losing that. And I know that over time, this is what happens in life. And we disconnect with people and, you know, reconnect and come back but to not have that meeting every potential even potential (laughs) meeting I should say right every week you know knowing that no matter where I was in my life that I was going to be able to have a moment of you know possible check-in with myself with these women um with magic with my own spirituality um having that framework um it's really strange how easy it's been for me to just go to just go right into mundane every life. Like to just, I don't know if ignoring is not the right word, but it's really easy for me to check out. Emily knows that about me. (laughs) (laughs) Avoidance. Thank you. That's the word avoidance. I'm really good at avoidance. So like (laughs) not having that framework and having that connection, I have found that I have um, very, I have, I've, I've stowed away minutes for myself and maybe, maybe 30 minutes um, a week to do something spiritual for myself. Um, 
and that that goes as far as meditation and like everything that used to be my practice my foundation and I feel like once I get out of the practice it's a lot more difficult just like any practice it's if you're not practicing it's a lot more difficult to continue that habit it's almost like a a habit you form you know and yeah it's been really difficult for me um in the last five months to keep the habit of my own spirituality moving Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah I mean, I, I totally get that. And I think that was always the thing I relied on having circle for was just that touchstone. I remember when I got sober, somebody was saying at that time, they were like, you know, I mean, this was 15 years ago, 16 years ago, but somebody at that time was like, maybe we should see each other every week and or every other week and do circle every other week. And I was like, no, I need to do this every week. You know, some people go to AA, I come to circle. Like <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is what I need right now in my life is this spiritual practice, this regular spiritual practice that is helping me to heal, you know, and work through this really challenging time. And uh, having it as a touchstone, I honestly think that in some ways I took it for granted that it would just Mm -hmm. be there. Thank you. Yeah. And, and it it sucks to admit that, but I, you know, as much as I valued it, I also was just like, well, circles always there. We're always there. Yeah. Which is hysterical, Veronica, because you and I have gone through two, I mean, we had gone through massive changes and one of them was a complete dissolution of the circle and then a rebuilding yeah. shortly thereafter. So we knew it wasn't going to last forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, having that regular touchstone made me have to practice Um, Mm -hmm. And it made me have to think about it. And in some ways, Wise Woman Witchery does that as well, because I'm hosting rituals all the time um, and teaching and, you know, being in community in that way. The difference is, is that when you're doing something for other people all the time, it's really different than having the opportunity to be held in that as well, Mm -hmm. to be the receiver and the participant versus the holder and creator. And... Well, I mean, I think about that and I think about the times that and many times that I have HP'd high priestess and that <sighs> is like, I'll take you into a trance. I'll take, it's like, I'm guiding you. Yes. I m- most likely, I mean, maybe I'll have an experience. Yes. Cause I am bleeding. I will have an experience, but it will a hundred percent not be the same as someone who is, uh, you know, diving deep into the pool that where I'm guiding them, you know? Yes, exactly. And that's, it's complete because like they can just let go and be a part of the experience. Whereas like, I'm actually holding that space and I'm tracking there, tracking, making sure people come back, making sure every, like whoever it is, is, is safe. Like just all of that, like making sure the time, I mean, even some mundane stuff like, you know, oh, we have this much time. How are we doing on that? Is there enough time now for people to share? Do I have to cut this piece out? Your mind is still going when you're holding a ritual. It's, it doesn't make it less magical. It's still super magical. It's just a very different experience than when you're the one who is being guided. Yeah. It's like being split down the center. I feel like it's almost like it's, it's actually a pretty amazing practice. I love HPing because it's it's really (laughs) 
you're living in both worlds. You're on both sides of your brain, really. That's what it feels like is you're just like, click. Like there's some moments that I've led where I was like, oh, I can go right back to that. Boom. I can go back to my experience. Okay. Click. Look at the clock. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Mm -hmm. There is, it's definitely has its thing, but it's not the same. It's Mm -hmm. not the same, you know? And yeah, I can see that experience for you holding someone in ritual and then, but not having someone holding you in it would be, yeah, it wouldn't, it's just not the same. Yeah. Right. So just as you were saying that, you know, you have whittled down the time for yourself to like half an hour a week. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I really noticed in circle was that I felt inspired when other people would lead or bring new ideas, it would, ignite things inside of me where I would take that idea and run with it or start incorporating that into a practice in my life. Um, which, which I don't have as much of if I'm the one who's always creating, right. You can only, you have to like get something back. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like there's that give and take, you can't just give, give, give all the time. Well, I mean, they're also, I know you're big into learning. Like I am Emily. I love learning. <laughs> and the learning piece is it's like if you're not learning, if you're not stretching out, if you're not if there's no input coming in, then um it starts to get dry. I mean, it yeah. starts to feel like, okay, well, I need more fertilizer right now. I need more compost to get this these flowers kicking, you know, to get mm-hmm. the creative juices flowing. I mean, that's just like in any relationship, like you're in a relationship for a long period of time, like you need to stir things up sometimes, you know, you need to um, get something from the outside to feed the in, you know, and to feed that connection. So when you have, when you do have a group, when you have a community, you have that happening just naturally because everybody's different and they're finding different experiences and, um, but like we have experienced in a group for a long period of time, like being in a relationship for a long period of time, you get in sync with each other. You start doing the same things you have. And then as a group, you need to refresh, you have to renew. And if you don't, then things start to happen. I mean, not that that's the only reason why, but you then things get stale and miscommunication. People aren't communicating, you know, needs aren't being met. Um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a whole lot of things um, that can happen when, when things do, when you start to take it for granted. I think that's really yes. what that comes back to. You do get stuck in patterns and you do have to hit refresh. And I think that's the case in our personal practices as well. We do have to hit refresh and it's like coming back to what are the practices that nourish me? What are the practices that that when I do make space for them, I can really tap in on that level because the more I practice individually, the more I definitely, you know, not holding space for other people, but like taking the time to do a meditation for myself mm-hmm. or, um, or a ritual that's just for me, the more that I feel that inspiration flickering and growing. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's a lot easier, I think, as a whole, and I'm going to make a really generalized statement. I think it's a lot easier as a whole to show up for other people than it is to show up for ourselves. Oh, yeah. I think I really feel that within not having circle anymore. 
I mean, there's, yeah. I mean, there's been weeks when I'm like, I'm HPing and I'm like, oh man, I am dry. I don't know what I'm going to do. But I, then so I'm like, okay, I got to go. I got to pull from something, a book. I have to hop on the internet talk, or I'll pick up a phone, talk to one of you and be like, hey, what are you feeling like? Like I need something here, you know, so I can create something new or, you know, something that is mm-hmm. going to, you know, but first I feel like it always has to land with me. Like if it's coming from me, I, it needs to resonate for me in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I guess while you're talking right now, it's really resonating to me that like, oh, why my time I have not given myself the time or why I haven't taken the time is like, maybe I need to reevaluate what's working for me in my practice. Maybe uh-huh. I need to shift it a little. So like maybe before it was all about divination, but right. Maybe right now I need movement. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe it needs to change. Sure. Well, and I think that's the beauty of like cycling with the seasons, right. Tuning into okay, we're right now in the Northern hemisphere, we're moving into summer and not yet, but we're in spring. We're in it. We're really Mm -hmm. in it. And so there is movement, there is transformation, there is growth occurring. And it's a really good time to look at what is working in my practice and maybe what are the elements I could bring in that would represent this time of year so that I'm functioning in sync with that. It's the same thing with working with the lunar cycle, right? Like looking at, okay, right now the moon mm-hmm. is growing. So what what practice could I do that would symbolize growth for myself? Well, and the reason why we do it is that it, in that way and with the cycles, it's, there is a deep way that our, that we just, our bodies just naturally go there. It's yes. like whether we are actually aware of the influence because of our day-to-day or however we're pulled to other things, it's happening. (laughs) Like, yes, we don't have control over that. (laughs) Like the moon, the sun, all of that is happening on its own in the universe. And we like this influences us. Yeah. And so when you harness that, yeah, it's, that's pretty, pretty amazing. (laughs) And I mean, this is the time, like we talk, like our, our circle dissolved in the winter. So like it, there was Mm. that decomposition and now here the spring is coming it's like um you know Emily's like I'm ready to go again like (laughs) I know I'm like all right ready we need to gather the masses let's get this circle happening it's time to grow the next one and I I was actually like that right after like (laughs) like two weeks later I was like oh my god we need a circle I need a circle and I'm like I need space I need space to honor this death like like this just died off and then with the space also comes all the other things, avoidance, all, like all the things that other <laughs> pop up, you know, yes. too. Like I had all, I have all these experiences as well. And like, you know, when you have a relationship that ends, you know, some people jump right into a new one. Some people need space. They want to claim what they, you know, and then, yeah, I mean, I think it's really important to just do what feels right for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that is my, I think, form of avoidance of processing is jump right back into the next thing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's like how I fall in love every five minutes when I used to back in the day when I was still dating, which was now a very long time ago, but it'd be like, but I love them. And then it wouldn't work out. And I'd be like, well, now I love this person instead, or I'd have to be really heartbroken for a minute. And then I would love someone new, but Anyway, well, that's your, that's your fire personality. That's is that you. what it is? Oh yeah. I'm you're just like, the, 
Yeah, Next you thing. are you are definitely fire for sure. <laughs> Burn it all down and then reform, reform. Just yeah. kidding. Rise from the ashes right now. Don't wait. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So just, you know, reflections. And and I think yeah. uh, the cool thing about talking about this is it's really an invitation to everybody listening to think about, you know, maybe you have a circle, maybe you don't, maybe you have a community, you know, like an online community or a, a local community that you connect with uh, around spirituality. And just to really pause and think about how do those things feed you? And if you don't have them, is that something that you crave? Right? Like, like I created the priestess path, a uh, year long program, really, because I found so much value in our circle, that I mm-hmm. wanted other people to be able to come together with, with like minded folks and learn and practice ritual together. And- yeah, I mean, honestly, do you know how many women I talk to that are just like, are you kidding me? Like, like, I want this. I need this. That's amazing. You're a part mm-hmm. of a group. I didn't even know people do this anymore. Like, you totally. know, yes, totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a really beautiful and powerful thing to be able to have that community that you're, you live within in your spiritual realm, and then to be able to take what you learn there and bring it into your, your own, your own private practice, your own Mm -hmm. personal practice, uh, to let it inspire and nourish those flames too. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is, thank you for bringing this up, Emily. It's a good reflection for me, you know, just thinking about, yeah, I mean, beginnings, endings, renewal, you know, and then mm-hmm. just like, what am I doing for myself? You know, what am I doing in my pr- private, in my private practice, <laughs> my private <laughs> practice, <laughs> in my personal practice? <laughs> yes. What am I doing for myself? How do I need to change it? How do I want to renew it? You know, like, yeah. Yeah. I think it's good, especially, I, I would say, especially this time of year, you know, we talk about spring cleaning and renewal. Mm-hmm. Uh, renewal being a big part of like Beltane and the energy that comes with that. So, you know, how do you renew your practice? How do you reflect on what it's looking like right now? And, and maybe what you're needing more of, and maybe that's community. Maybe it's a Mm -hmm. class. I was thinking, Oh, I think I want to take a class. You know, I'd like to be able to be on the learning end of things for a little while. I'm in that space. Um, which also get, it lends itself to community depending on the class. Mm Mm-hmm. But just to invite you all to delve into that, those questions for yourself. Yeah. Witch out, yo. We got to have some <laughs> happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you for, yeah, going on this little ride with me, Emily, and we'll keep going. We always do. <laughs> I know. We always do. We've been, we've been on this ride together for a real long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had no idea when I met you that it was going to, that our relationship was going to go this way. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I did either at all. Yeah. None. Zero. Yeah. Like in a spirit, like, just like, oh, she's been my spirit sister for, for my whole life. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't think that either. I, I mean, the context in which we met was not that at all. So no, no. So who knew, but then, you know, you were the one who took me to my first ritual. Yeah even if it was for a school project. Well, I, yeah, I mean, you can kind of pick them out. I can pick them (laughs) out. (laughs) 
Oh my God. <laughs> All right. One day we're going to go get coffee and we're just going to sit somewhere in a coffee shop and I'll let you just pick them out. You just show oh, me. Who's I who. will pick them out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one we need to talk to. Get her. <laughs> Outs. Yeah, that's hysterical. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, yeah, I, I hope y'all have a fabulous week. We'll be back next time with some more little gems for you all. And uh, hey, Veronica, you want to say it? Until, th- until then, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have this. Okay. Keep it magical. Ooh, so good. So good. Hey there, wise ones. Emily here from Wise Woman Witchery. Did you know that I host a year-long program called the Priestess Path Awakening Series? During this year, we cultivate magical practices and tools where you discover and embrace your magic and gifts and learn to let them be seen in the world. Through 12 lessons over 13 moons, we dive deep into the craft to awaken that priestess that resides within you. The next cohort begins May 20th, 2023. If you're interested in learning more, hop on over to wisewomanwitchery.com and click on the Priestess Path tab. I can't wait to share this magic with you. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.